And it's time for a City Update. Joining me in the studio is Lee Humphreys. Good afternoon, Lee. Afternoon, Graham. Merry Christmas. And a happy new year to you. Thank you. Is it going to be a better year than this year? Well, we'd hope year? so, wouldn't we? <laughs> I mean, if it's worse, then I think we really just all need to sort of pack up and go home if we're not there uh, already. But yeah, on that basis, I thought we'd do a little sort of retrospective um, looking back at the year of 2022. Okay, all right. So I see today then FT... The worst year for stocks and bonds since 1871. Long this, time ago. This, is this true? You were in your youth, I believe, then, Graham, weren't you? <laughs> um, and, and when, uh, yeah, so 1871, so, so says the Financial Times, what do they know? But yeah, I mean, look, there's, there's, been, some, there's been some low lights and there's been some actually some one or two highlights out there, actually. One of which, believe it or not, is, uh, is our own FTSE 100, which is putting a, uh, it's just closed the market, actually, um, not so long ago today. And uh, on the the year it's eked out a very small gain to be precise 0.66 percent we'll say that's up one percent shall we graham on the year okay i'll round you up the yes okay then so it's even stevens really isn't it well it is uh, look the the what, what's really helped is that the the, the FTSE 100 is made up of sort of international com- uh, companies it's, it's actually benefited on, in a number of ways international companies are people that or companies that are based uh, abroad uh, and uh, and then sort of repatriating that money back into the UK it's also benefited from the fact that the sort of makeup of the FTSE 100 is dominated by the likes of British Petroleum and Shell for example Glencore is another uh, big mining company and those three stocks alone have have created a huge sort of uh, buzz uh, in the market. BP and Shell are up 43% um, uh, each on the year. Actually, if you'd uh, reinvested those um, dividends that BP were paying, actually, you were up about 50% uh, in, in, in BP. And Glencore itself, as I say, a minor, a lot of its uh, assets are uh, out in uh, in Africa, is up 57% on the year. So altogether, actually, for the FTSE, a very decent year. Good, 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 good. How's everybody else doing? Well, I mean, that's it. You you know, it it, it is... you know, I'm saying it's it's decent. It's not even quite up about one percent. But if you look at the uh, the the rest of the world, um, it's not so clever. So we've got if we look over just across the channel at, uh, in, into Europe, we look at the uh, the, the DAX, the, uh, the the German index. That's down twelve percent on the year. If you rebase this into US dollars, and I think it's probably the right thing to do because basically you need to compare the performance of the FTSE with the you know in one currency with the with the with DAX in another, for example. If you look at it, if you look at the DAX in in, in US dollar terms, it's down 17%. Oh, right. No, so, yeah. so worst performance for Europe since 2018? Then? Yeah, for, well, for, for, for most of the European bosses, yeah, absolutely. About 2018, we, you know, this, is, uh, this has been the worst year since then. 31 of the 40 uh, constituents within the DAX are actually in sort of, it, it, were, were down on the year. Um, stocks um, such as Zalando, which is like an ASOS or a Boohoo kind of uh, uh, name, um, that, while, that took a, sort of a hell of a beating, was down 53% on the year but if we then sort of extend out of Germany look at Italy that was down 13% again if we rebase that to US dollars it's down 18 if we go over to uh, to Asia we look at Japan that was down 9% on the year and again but if we look at that in US dollar terms it's actually down 21% and then of course there's the big one China 
Yeah, and what's, what's that? Well, China's been dragging us all down. It really has. Uh, and so, and the stock market is a reflection of that. That, that market was down 21% on the year. Again, US dollar mm. terms, 27%. Taiwan, well, you know, if you've got a, a threat of a, a war, um, in, in sort of an impending war, plus the fact that one of its big exports is semiconductors, which has had a, a, a torrid time this year, semiconductors. Supply chains have been really holding up, up that. Taiwan as a market is down 30%. And I think the worst one that I was able to find in Asia, at least, was Sri Lanka, which in dollar terms, US dollar terms, was down 61%. There was all sorts of trouble. Yeah, all sorts of trouble over there. What about Russia then? I mean, we've been, you know, the West has been putting all these sanctions on them. How's their their, uh, Modex doing? Well, I mean, not... Brilliant. Um, it's down, I think, 41% on the year. 43% actually on the year, um, I'm, I'm seeing now. Um, but actually, funnily enough, the in terms of currency, we've talked about the US dollars. Actually, the ruble the is the the Russian um, currency is up uh, modestly uh, against the US dollar. But, I mean, it's still affected the likes of Roman Abramovich. You remember him? I do. Chelsea man. Uh, the of, ch- old. of course, absolutely. Of old, absolutely. And uh, so he's apparently lost 57%, poor blighter, of his wealth. He's only worth now, Graham, now. Are you sitting down? He's only <laughs> worth seven point eight billion dollars now. Is that but, all? Yeah, I, I, I noticed he's got his uh, his uh, two yachts. I was looking earlier today, Solaris and Eclipse. They're still um, sort of parked uh, in a uh, in a nice part of uh, Turkey now. So you know, life hasn't absolutely imploded for him. Just he can't go anywhere in them. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think he's, he can probably go to, I mean, presumably go back to, 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 to Russia. Russia yeah. uh, but I mean, I, I don't know whether you've been following the the, uh, the plight of um, oligarchs, uh, in Russian I, oligarchs. I know, more deaths. Yeah, they sort people, of... They seem to fall out of windows. They are. And, you know, but I, I noticed there was one that fell out of a window from a hotel earlier this week. And by sheer coincidence, about two days later, um, another oligarch fell out of the same window at the same hotel. But, uh, you know, Strange. Like, I just wanted to underline that is a coincidence. <laughs> Mr. Putin. Indeed. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, if we look at... You what know, about the Dow Jones at the moment? Well, the Dow Jones, I mean, that's actually done relatively well. It's down, it's closed the year down 8%, which, you know, given the figures we're talking about in the other bourses uh, around the globe, that sounds like a pretty decent... Uh, a, a, bit decent time. The S&P 500, which is the sort of big one we talk about it, you and I, Graham, on here quite a lot, has had a more sort of torrid time. It's down 20% on the year. Its loss, its total loss, get this, uh, on the year is equates to $9.1 trillion, yes, trillion dollars. And half that route, I think we can call it, um, was actually down to six stocks, of which I think probably you and the rest of our listeners will be very familiar with. Right, and what were they? Well, those would be Amazon, Apple, Alphabet, which is to you and I again, Google, probably mm. Microsoft, um, Tesla, which mm. we'll talk about a little bit more, and Meta, which is again sort of um, yeah. uh, was the rebranding of Facebook. They were these these stocks up, up until about sort of September of this year were known as the Fang stocks. They're going to have to be rebranded, seeing as a couple of them have changed their name already. Indeed, indeed, it's a bit frightening when we see there. Uh, depending on just those half a dozen stocks, yeah. I mean, if, I mean, I, I was I was reading that uh, that but those six alone have sort of raised between six hundred and thirty and nine hundred and ten billion dollars each in sort of market value. So you know, no big surprise if we look at um, Meta itself as like the old the the, uh, the the new name for Facebook. That's down about sixty five percent on the year. Um, Amazon's down fifty percent ish. Google down forty one percent. Alphabet is the new name, as I said for that. And of course, Tesla. We can never get away too far from our friend Elon Musk, mm. can we, Graham? And that is down sixty five percent. Is that the washback out of uh, Twitter? 
Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's a huge part of it because he's been basically selling the stock. He's the largest um, uh, share owner of that. I think his dad's also fairly significant as well. But he's, basically, he's, lost, he's been selling that stock in order to basically fund um, uh, the goings-on at Twitter and providing us with a, a great deal of uh, enjoyment about you know, what's, what's been going on and what hasn't been going on um, in Twitter uh, prior to his arrival. But actually, you know, Tesla in itself. So, yes, of course, there's some fundamental reasons. Elon's selling the stock. But actually, they are... In some respects, I noticed last week um, they're offering a $7,500 US dollar uh, discount per car right now. So if you'd been you know, buying a, a, a Tesla six months ago and you just hear that news, that you would be a, a wee bit miffed. But I mean, look, the guy's hailed, I think, by some as a sort of um, um, modern day sort of Thomas Edison. I mean, by others, I think, looking at this year, he's more sort of Hunter S. Thompson. But, you know, at the, at the end of the day, I think, uh, you know, I, I noticed that next in the next quarter, Q1 of 2023, um, Tesla are forecast to be delivering 420,000 cars. Now, it wasn't so long, Graham, that that, that, was, that 420,000 was basically what they would be delivering over the whole period of a year. So, you know, bad year for him. I suspect he's going to pick himself up and dust himself down mm. in 23. Right. What about the UK then? Where are the losers? Yeah. Now? So the losers are well. I mean, Kazoo, which I mean, you and I were just saying, is a sort of very prominent advertiser of UK sports um, right now. Have you been watching the darts? Indeed. Yes, they are. They're all over the place. They're all. Their branding is absolutely uh, everywhere. And a lot of TV advertising at the present time. You know, get your car through Kazoo. Absolutely, a huge amount of that. And actually, any cricket fans out there will have noticed that when mm. when any of the the uh, England cricketers uh, go and do an interview afterwards, they're wearing their Kazoo branded mm. hats. In fact, we're giving them some more advertising now. So how are they doing? Well, they're down 98% on the year, so not that great. Um, yeah, they're, so, they're obviously trying to fight back then with sales. Well, I mean, they, look, they only IPO just over a year be, uh, a year ago. IPO initial public offering it went, went mm. pretty went onto the stock market a year ago. So there's there's a lot of uh, people that are licking their wounds there. But also, the, it was the sort of the darlings of the the sort of the the, the um, were they lockdown really. Well, which which were which I mean, you mean the sort of the likes? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I, I think they were completely overvalued. Actually, they then sold that to some some sort of pension funds and some people that weren't really sort of uh, mm. kicking the tires hard enough I don't think and and uh, and as I say that the the rest is is history but as I say the darlings of the 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 the, the stock the lockdown really the asoses of the world the boohoos well boohoos certainly ended up um, uh, sort of crying into their uh, into their beer right now that stock is down 71% asos is down 78% on the year yeah. it's actually the it's actually the worst performing uh, uh, stock within the FTSE 3 uh, 350 earlier this year it was actually if, the, if in- Inflation recedes, and we do get over this initial. Uh, yeah. Um, do you think there's then opportunity for growth again? I do, um, but what happens? The one thing has to happen, and that is basically the the Bank of England has to stop raising interest rates. If they start, basically, if anyone can see any light at the end of the tunnel, the, the Bank of England are going to be signing cutting interest rates. These are exactly the kind of stocks that will take off. But of course, they're driven by what the US Fed's doing with interest rates Absolutely. as well. Will yeah. they slow down or not? Well, that, it feels to me that basically the the Bank of England are not uh, basically raising interest rates um, in order to slow down the UK economy. They're basically just trying to keep track of um, the US, which are doing exactly that, and and trying to sort of keep some parity in between the sort of US dollar and, uh, and sterling mm-hmm. right now. What about any successes then? Can, well, we, can we actually we should, end on a high? We note? absolutely should, shouldn't we? Yeah, I mean, there's not a huge amount, as you can probably tell. Oil is probably one 
one of those. I mean, it's actually the underlying commodity oil has not done brilliantly uh, this year. WTI West Texas uh, is one of the sort of the, the, the bellwether um, uh, form of oil. Uh, that's up about 4%. Brent, this is that's the one that we're all familiar with out of the sort of the Brent field mm. up in the, uh, the, the north east coast of Scotland. And that is up 7% uh, uh, this year. So it's the underlying commodities are relatively good years, nothing spectacular. But if you look at uh, Brent, um, it's high on the year. Was, it was uh, something like $139, actually. It's now um, sort of rests around the sort of $82 uh, mark. Um, but the oil service stocks, those people that basically it's the transportation of, uh, of energy, the, the storage of energy, those rigs that they put up in order to explore, um, the, all those kind of stocks have done particularly well. Natural gas, we've been talking about it a lot on this on this program because be sort of, you know the gas prices um, back in August of this year hit sort of record highs, nearly up two hundred percent on the year. They've come back down dramatically. I don't really notice that, Graham. Uh, mm-hmm. So basically, we're now at the moment we're up about twenty percent in terms of natural gas prices on the year. So that's all uh, fairly positive. And I don't know whether you're a Man- you're not a Manchester United no, fan, not, are you? No, no. <laughs> do we have any Manchester United fans in the building? Do we think? But, no. Well, okay. Well, they would be rejoicing <laughs> if we did have those Man United fans because the stat stock is up 63% so um, there is a sort of takeover rumours there the Glazers who are sort of if you're a Manchester United fan out there listening to this you're probably uh, kicking the uh, the radio as we speak but that, the stock as I say is up 63% so that's done very well and then to continue this footballing theme Argentina as a stock market group has done particularly well um, not only did it uh, well obviously we, we won they won the World Cup um, a, a couple of weeks ago but actually the stock market has performed even better it's up 140% on the year in its local currency and as, uh, but even in the in US dollar terms as we kept on talking about it's up 40% uh, on the year and just one final sort of interesting uh, point I had picked up is that Argentina, to link the two together, um, uh, do uh, win World Cups when their inflation rate <laughs> is above 100%. Oh, so there's a link there. There is a, there's, there's a nice little segue here. Um, 1978, their inflation rate was at 176%. They won. Um, anyone remember that? Mario Kempes scoring a couple of goals there. 1986, the hand of God year. Can you remember that one as well, Graham? That was that inflation was 116% in Argentina, and this year it's 100%. The only exception was in 1990 when they were beaten by the Germans. Um, inflation hit 2,000%. Maybe that was just a little, that was a little bit too hot for them to uh, to concentrate on the final. Absolutely, and we worry about our level of inflation. But there we go. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking us through that, and here's to a better 2023. Absolutely, Graham, and to you. That's Lee Humphreys up with our city update.